Chris Lee and Blake Lovell of Southeastern 14 here to preview a week zero matchup between Vanderbilt and Hawaii, which played in week zero a year ago. Blake, this game was last year, two programs really in transition. Vanderbilt with Clark Lee, he had inherited a disaster two years before. And then Timmy Chang, when he takes over to Hawaii a year ago, says, hold my beer. Uh, he took over an even bigger mess. I think Hawaii had 40-something guys that, that left out of the portal after Todd Graham left. Uh, anyway, it was kind of a mess, and the opener was a mess. Vanderbilt won that one going away. What was it, 63-13 to 13 or something like that. This year, this one is on the mainland and our homeland of Nashville here. And it should be a little bit more interesting matchup uh, going forward. And by the way, the computers are all over the place on this game. We'll get to that later. But as we speak, we're doing this, I think, on August the 3rd. Vanderbilt is an 18.5 point favorite with an over under a 54.5, making for an implied final of about 37 to 18, which would be much closer than this one was a year ago. Yeah, 63 to 10 a year ago. Um, you know, if you're looking for the the betting trends, uh, that was kind of the case is after that first game what Vanderbilt was favored by eight points, I think, wound up winning by 53. But if you look at how the season went for Hawaii sort of beyond that, um, they finished seven and one against the spread, which, again, as always, we're not doing this just from a betting standpoint. Uh, we're not professional betters. But if you're just looking at trends in terms of how teams improved, I mean, they were seven and one against the spread, um, you know, in their final eight games. And so I'm looking at it here from covers and I'm just kind of fascinated by that because, you know, it is one of those things where you can look at some of the progress they made last year, but, um, you know, also they, they still have things to prove, I think, for, for Hawaii and have to be better in a lot of areas. But like you said, based on what he took over there, um, you know, it's a program heading in the right direction. It just happened to be a program that it was going to take a while to, to get in that direction. And, and it's still going to take a little time, I think. But um, yeah, Hawaii's a, an interesting team heading into this one because I don't expect this to be another, you know, 50 point type game, but um, you know, there are clearly things I think Vanderbilt is better in that um, it may be a bit of a challenge for Hawaii heading into this one. So. Yeah. And look, Hawaii got much better as the season ended. I think to be fair, the Mountain West, and I'm not a Mountain West hater. I had a nephew that played scholarship football there, so I have a lot of respect from that league. But I think it was a little down last year. Hawaii did some of its damage against maybe the softer underbelly of the league. But you know, look, if you watched that game a year ago, Hawaii was so bad. Against fans, Hawaii winning games give, was was significant yeah, because of I mean, how bad they Hawaii were in game one, right? Right. Hawaii beating Duquesne was significant at that point, but they they went three and ten, got a lot better. Uh, for context, again, some of the teams they beat were rebuilding. Colorado State, Nevada were also not in great situations. But let's hop into the matchup here, Blake. Chang went to the run and shoot at midseason. Uh, things got better. Brandon Schrager, who's their quarterback now, I don't think was their quarterback to start the opener a year ago. That was a team, like if you remember the scene from Major League, when you looked at their depth chart to open the season a year ago, it's like, who are these guys? I don't even know that Hawaii fans knew who some of those guys were. But Dedrick Parson was their running back who returned, one of the few guys that anybody knew about. He had a nice year. Uh, they had Tylen Hines. I don't know if you'd say supplanted him, but put up better numbers. I think averaged over seven yards a carry. Um, they had, I think, eight of the 12 guys who caught passes last year return. So there's a little more stability to add Stephen McBride from Kansas, who didn't do much. So 
I think having a returning quarterback who's been a year in the system, it was 221 for 400 for 2,348 yards, 13 touchdowns, and 10 picks a year ago. They're a better starting point. Now, how good are they? How ready are they to take on an SEC team? I don't know. But certainly the offense starts at a better spot than it did a year ago. But one place they are hurting a little more, the one place they had experience a year ago was offensive line. They've got three starters gone, including their left tackle and maybe their best two players. So they do take a little bit of a step back there, but everything else I think looks like a step forward. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, like you said, you get a, a quarterback that, that's back, and I think just getting that experience is is good. Um, certainly wants to post better numbers, I think, than he did a season ago. And, you know, had a good, I think, finish, what was it, five straight games of, um, I think, get the 200-yard mark, you know, in the final five games. But, but again, it's it's a Timmy Chang offense, right? It's a why. You're going to – you want to throw the ball quite a bit. And I think that's where, you know, seeing how guys step up at wide receiver – will be important for that too, um, just to see, you know, what the passing game looks like this season in comparison to where they want it to be. And again, I know Hawaii fans, you know, have seen over the years what it can be uh, when you look at kind of just the the tradition of the offense. And again, with, with Timmy Chang there, but you know, I think Hines is interesting because, um, you know, it is a team that obviously wants to kind of have its bread and butter on the, the, the passing game part of it, the equation, but Hines, I mean, like you said, I mean, he's a five, seven guy, but I mean, just look at the way he runs and, um, you know, had 634 yards last season, um, you know, a couple touchdowns on the ground. And so I think he's someone that certainly, um, you know, they can use in a pretty, you know, nice way in this offense. And I would expect them to do that again. So, yeah, you mentioned the offensive line. That is a, a question just to kind of see how they replace, you know, multiple starters there. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's again, I would think this is a as should be the case, hopefully for Hawaii, I would think and Hawaii fans, they, they take a step forward in a lot of different um, areas. And I think there's, there's the possibility to do that on this offense, even if you still, you know, have just obvious questions, I think um, just based on again, how they improve from one year to the next. So. No, look, even with the improvements, it wasn't pretty season averages for Hawaii a year ago, 5.0 yards per rushing play, 5.0 per pass that that ladder is awful. Uh, turned it over 2.2% of the snaps. Vanderbilt's defense, though, no, no great shakes itself, even though it got the best of Hawaii in that matchup. Vanderbilt allowed 5.6 yards per rushing play, 8.2 per passing play. Just Vandy got torched all year in the pass. Forced turnovers on 2.1% of the snaps. Look, we're in Nashville. I've been to a lot of Vanderbilt's practices. We're doing this on, what, August the 3rd, so still three weeks to go before the opener. Across the board, Vanderbilt is a lot improved athletically. I think they're going to get a better pass rush this year. I think despite losing Anthony Orgy, they're probably better at linebacker. They're certainly deeper across the board at all three positional units. No, they had issues stopping the pass a year ago. There's not a lot of proven players at corner. They're, they're probably better at safety. Well, they've had some guys out in, um, and the passing game has kind of had its way in the practices I've watched, but the, the middle of the defense has, has been out for precautionary reasons, I think. So I, I think that if Hawaii can mount a passing game, it's got a chance to move the ball a little bit, but I think Vanderbilt is still going to be deeper and better with athletes here, Blake. Well, um, I mean, yeah, you you would think, I mean, this is, you know, we've, we've brought up the numbers with Vanderbilt from, from a defensive standpoint last year, they're 95th and rushing defense, 122nd. Total defense, 124th and scoring defense, 127th and passing defense. So, 
those are all numbers. If you're Hawaii, you feel like, okay, unless they drastically improve, we can exploit a couple of those areas and, and specifically perhaps again, and how they approach things from a, a throwing the ball standpoint. Um, and again, Vanderbilt's allowed more than 35 points per game, you know, past two seasons. And so, um, yeah, I mean, it's a defense that's given up points, but like you said, I think there's more experience, um, you know, more talent. And yes, you lose some, you know, key players for sure. But you look at that linebacker group, like you said, um, you know, with Ethan Barr and Kane Patterson and those guys and safety, especially, um, you know, CJ Taylor's there. I think consistency is probably just the word defensively they're looking for. It's just all around to be more consistent. And that again is what's going to be the key to bringing those numbers down. So, yeah, I mean, the Vanderbilt defense, and I think we're going to say this about Vanderbilt, maybe overall. Um, I think they're just going to be better. I think Vanderbilt's just going to be a better team than they were a year ago. How many more wins that equals? We'll see as the schedule goes along. But I think for a starting point, um, I would expect to see, you know, a couple things just pop right away uh, in terms of Vanderbilt improving in a couple of these key areas. So, When Vandy's got the ball, it's going to be led by A.J. Swan, who started as a true freshman, I think played some of that Hawaii game a year ago, but was not the starter at that point. Very, very talented kid. I think the deepest part of Vanderbilt's team is probably the receiver group, Will Shepard, is going to be one of the best in the SEC. They've got some depth behind him. Uh, running game, I think, is going to be the question for Vanderbilt. Four of the five starters back on offense. I think they'll be better along the offensive line. Uh, but the running back room is is probably one of the weaker points on the team. Uh, well, in the tight end room, too. They, they do not have much depth at tight end. So I think Vanderbilt's bread is going to be buttered more in the passing game. Vanderbilt averaged six yards a throw a year ago. Hawaii gave up 6.6. Vanderbilt averaged 4.7 yards per running play. Hawaii gave up 5.4. Hawaii, looking at the defense, the Rainbow Warriors run a 4.25. They do get Logan Taylor back, who I think got a job at midseason, averaged almost 13 tackles a game. So very productive there at, at the weak side. They add transfers from Washington and Nebraska in their front seven. Uh, they get Cam Stone from Wyoming at corner. He started 11 games. So a little bit of a defensive rebuild from a defense that wasn't great a year ago. Hawaii gave up 34.7 points. Uh, but I, I think a step in a better direction, but probably still a lot of work to, to be done there for Hawaii. Yeah, it seems like on paper it's just the – I think the – you know, if you're – pick one question to ask about Hawaii just on the defensive side of the ball, just can the transfers make an impact? I think that's what you're looking for. And you, you know, you look at some of the schools these guys are coming from and you feel like these are guys that should be able to come in and, and really help them um, in those areas. But like you said, I think on the other side with Vanderbilt, um, yeah, I mean, AJ Swan's development, that's the, you know, a key storyline heading into the season. How has he developed, you know, overall as, Many people, and we've talked about it before, I mean, could wind up being one of the best quarterbacks in the SEC. Not saying necessarily this year, perhaps, with, with such a loaded group. But, um, yeah, I mean, he's got that potential. He's got NFL potential for sure. And so I think just seeing how he continues to rise up the, the QB ladder. And, you know, like you said, you look at the wide receiver group with Will Shepard leading the way, a, a second-team all-SEC guy, and all the things they can do to make those big plays. And, um, you know, they're not – you know, they definitely need someone to break out, you know, from a running game standpoint. I think that's – we've seen that somewhat many times over the years. You're like, you just assume Vanderbilt's going to have kind of a a star, um, you know, in a certain sense at running back. And I don't know that this group has that, at least not proven just yet. 
but yeah, I mean, with kind of just the guys they have coming back on the offensive side, you know, a team that finished what 100th, I think nationally in total offense last year, they've got to be better there. And I think just with everything they got going back, I mean, you'd be very disappointed uh, if they're not, I think significantly better uh, in some of those key areas, specifically, like we said, I think seeing how they, they, they put up points in the passing game, seeing how the running game evolves, but yeah, I mean, you've got questions on both sides here, but uh, I think, yeah, Vanderbilt's offense, at least on paper, seems to be set up pretty nicely in terms of just having that duo of, of A.J. Swan and Will Shepard and um, just kind of the talent that's around them. So, I'm looking at some some lines. Again, we mentioned as, as we're doing this, Covers.com had Vanderbilt as an 18.5-point favorite. As we're doing this, you look at some other – predictions out there i took espn's fpi that would set the line with the home field advantage um is is only a 10 point lean in vanderbilt's favor vanderbilt would be minus 10 according to that now sp plus these are two different models that people respect sp plus has vanderbilt as a 25 point favorite doesn't have his out yet and i think our predictive model had, had vanderbilt winning this one by like 30 Am I remembering that right? I think that's I think that's kind Maybe. of in the ballpark. Uh, point point being that the computers are all over the place on these teams. My gut is at Vanderbilt. This is the kind of game that it handled pretty well a year ago. This is the kind of game that Will Shepard, I think, can shine in. He's just been unstoppable in spring and fall camp when he's been on the field. Um, I, I like Vandy to win and and probably. Blake by more than the 18 and a half, especially given that this is in Nashville. Uh, sometimes you get the, the jet lag and the travel. I don't know when Hawaii is going to get here, maybe being week zero, they're here a little earlier. But I, I just think this is a program that I think is poised. Both of them are poised to take a step up, but Vanderbilt a little further along, year two to three in that transition with the new coach where Hawaii is one to two. And I, I just think. Vanderbilt's going to be better athletically than it was a year ago, and that was uh, a lot more than Hawaii could handle when we saw that last season. Now, again, Hawaii is much different, much better team than that opener, so I don't want to put too much stock into that. Uh, but I just feel like a lot of things point in Vanderbilt's favor here. Yeah, I mean, I certainly would predict and make a pick for Vanderbilt to win the game. I, I just, I always hesitate on Week One games because it's like. You know, like we said last year, the spread was eight, and it wound up being a fifty-three point game where everything just went south in a hurry for Hawaii. Um, again, I don't; it's not going to be fifty-three points, I don't think, this year. But I do think Vanderbilt is improved, and I think Hawaii is improved as well. And so that makes it harder, I think, to gauge exactly what this number should be, which is why we are talking about football games on YouTube and not uh, being professional, um, you know, betters and, and handicappers and such, because I. I I don't know that I feel confident setting that line wherever it's set. And like you said, if covers has it at 18 and a half, if you're just looking at the numbers here, um, yeah, I just, I, I think Vanderbilt, you know, has that big playability and I, I'm more curious and intrigued than anything to see kind of what Hawaii looks like kind of in this, this new season with, with added players to the mix with guys returning, um, you know, kind of got the foundation of putting things in place last year and really seeing how they take that step. And I'm sure Hawaii fans are, are, are anxious to see that too. So, Couple stats from covers we talked about earlier. Um, Hawaii seven and one against the spread in their last eight games. Um, Vanderbilt the over Chris six and zero oh in Vanderbilt's last six non-conference games. Which one of those, as we said, would be a combined sixty-three points put up in the 
week one meeting between these two teams last year. So yeah, I'll go Vanderbilt to, as the pick, but like I don't, I don't have a lot of confidence in terms of what this could be. But I do think Vanderbilt at their best um, probably you know has a good chance in terms of where that number's at. So. Yeah, no, look, the rules are going to change this year with clock management, so there's going to be fewer plays, but the 54-and-a-half seems a little low. I mean, Vanderbilt could get 54-and-a-half alone. Yeah, I would take the over. And, that that may be my more confident yeah. pick than anything else, yeah. Yeah, and and just looking at Hawaii when it went to the mainland a year ago, uh, and this was week two, lost 49-17 to to Western Kentucky. Week three – I'm sorry, the Western Kentucky game was in Hawaii. Week three lost what fifty six to ten at Michigan, lost uh, in week five forty five to twenty six at New Mexico State, uh, lost sixteen to fourteen at San Diego State, which was kind of a down San Diego State team uh, compared to most San Diego State teams, as I remember last year. A road trip to Colorado State, which was awful, lost that one seventeen thirteen. Road trip to Fresno State, which was pretty good. Lost that one, 55-13, and then a season-ending road trip to San Jose State, which was okay. I think it gave Auburn a test. Lost that 27-14. I bring that up because when Hawaii hits the road, it's not just your normal road trip. It is involving a a very long flight uh, and and longer than normal because that one's going to be going to Nashville and and not the West Coast. So just something to monitor. I'm with you. I I think I like Vandy to cover. And I probably like the over a little bit more. And keep in mind, Vandy had Fitz really stopping both the run and the pass a year ago, and especially the pass. And you you could see Hawaii put up some points in this one too if they don't get a lot better. So, yep. Okay, we are going to preview every single game involving SEC teams this season. Best way to get all those is to hit the subscribe button. If you hit the like button and tell a friend, that helps us out. All right, I'm Chris Lee. We're Southeastern 14. Thanks for watching. We've got more football content coming your way very soon.